Chapter twenty five of Science in Short Chapters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Science in Short Chapters by W. Mathieu Williams. Chapter twenty five Bailey's Beads. To the editor of the Times, Sir the curious breaking up of the thin annular rim of the sun which is uncovered just before and just after totality or which surrounds the moon during an annular eclipse has been but occasionally observed and some skepticism as to the accuracy of bailey's observations has lately arisen having attempted an explanation of the beads i have looked with much interest for the reports of the eclipse of eighteen seventy for if i am right they ought to have been well seen on this occasion this has been the case we are informed that both lord lindsay and the rev s j perry have observed them and that lord lindsay has set aside all doubts respecting their reality by securing a photographic record of their appearance my explanation is that they are simply sunspots seen in profile spots just caught in the fact of turning the sun's edge all observers are now agreed as to the soundness of galileo's original description of the spots that they are huge cavities great rifts of the luminous surface of the sun many thousands of miles in diameter and probably some thousand miles deep let us suppose the case of a spot say two thousand miles deep and ten thousand miles across sir w herschel has measured spots of fifty thousand miles diameter when such a spot in the course of the sun's rotation reaches that part which forms the visible edge of the sun it must if rendered visible be seen as a notch but what will be the depth of such a notch only about one four hundred thirtieth of the sun's diameter but the apparent depth would be much less as the edge or rim of the spot next to the observer would cut off more or less of its actual visible depth this amount depending upon the lateral or east and west diameter of the spot and its position at the time of observation thus the visible depth of such a notch would rarely exceed one thousandth of the sun's apparent diameter or might be much less the sun being globular the edge which is visible to us is but our horizon of his fiery ocean which we see athwart the intervening surface as it gradually bends away from our view so small an indent upon this edge would under ordinary circumstances of observation be rendered quite invisible by the irradiation of the vast globular surface of the glaring photosphere upon which it would visually encroach if however this body of glare could be screened off and only a line of the sun's edge less than one thousandth of his diameter remained visible the notch would appear as a distinct break in this curved line of light if a group of spots or a great irregular spot with several ombre were at such a time situated upon the sun's edge the appearance of a series of such notches or breaks leaving intermediate detachments of the visible ring of the photosphere would be the necessary result and thus would be presented exactly the appearance described as bailey's beads i had been led to anticipate a display of these beads during the late eclipse by the fact that some days preceding it 
a fine group of spots visible to the naked eye through a london fog were travelling towards the eastern edge of the sun and should have reached the limb at about the time of the eclipse the beads were observed by the rev s j perry just where i expected them to appear i have not yet learnt on which side of the sun they were observed and photographed by lord lindsay bailey's first observation of the beads was made during the annular eclipse of may fifteenth eighteen thirty six that year like eighteen seventy was remarkable for a great display of sunspots as in eighteen seventy they were then visible to the naked eye i well remember my own boyish excitement when a few weeks before the eclipse of eighteen thirty six i discovered a spot upon the reddened face of the setting sun a thing i had read about and supposed that only great astronomers were privileged to see the richness of this sunspot period is strongly impressed on my memory by the fact that i continued painfully watching the dazzling sun literally watching and weeping up to the sunday of the eclipse on which day also i saw a large spot through my bit of smoked glass the previous records of these appearances of fracture of the thin line of light are those of haley in his memoir on the total eclipse of seventeen fifteen and mclaurin's on that of seventeen thirty seven both of these correspond to great spot periods the intervals between seventeen fifteen seventeen thirty seven eighteen thirty six and eighteen seventy are all divisible by eleven the observed period of sunspot occurrence is eleven years and a small fraction i am anxiously awaiting the arrival of lord lindsay's long exposure photographs of the corona for if they represent the varying degrees of splendor of this solar appendage the explanations offered in chapter twelve of my essay on the fuel of the sun will be very severely tested by them yours respectfully w matthew williams woodside green croydon january fourth eighteen seventy one end of chapter twenty five